Sure. So Ross O'Brien, founder of Bonaventure Equity, uh, author of Cannabis Capital, yeah. and uh, also co-founder of uh, the Cannabis Dealmakers Summit. Uh, Bonaventure Equity is our venture capital uh, investment firm, and we're focused exclusively on investing in cannabis businesses. And we have uh, six, seven portfolio companies as of today, and some new announcements that are exciting. Okay. Um, the book Cannabis Capital is the first book on venture capital for cannabis, so really focused on giving entrepreneurs uh, a meaningful resource um, based on almost a 15-year background of investing in running private companies um, and uh, deploying my own capital in, in different sectors. And so we're excited about cannabis and, and excited to talk to you today. Right, that's amazing. I right, well, let us know about how you found your way into cannabis. Um, like, what, what, what prompted you to turn to turn your direction into this industry? Thanks. Yeah, so it, it, it really started, uh, look, I, I've, I've enjoyed cannabis and, and participated in cannabis recreationally for, <laughs> you know, most of my adult life. Okay. And so it was always something that just didn't make any sense to me that it was otherwise regulated so aggressively. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, ha- had looked at a couple of cannabis businesses as potential investments for a group that I was uh, uh, the chief investment officer of for a while. Uh, I don't know, probably five or six years ago, and you know, struggled with the sort of maturation of the sector at that point. Struggled with some of the regulatory overs- oversight, and how that was trending, um, and, and didn't quite get there in terms of some of the entrepreneurs that we were meeting. And that just changed materially in the last couple of years. So, and and most of the transactions that I've done that are, are healthcare or healthcare related. Okay. So this is an easy. Uh, lens for us to apply to an emerging uh, economy like cannabis, and, and we're very excited about the the opportunity set, and excited about the types of companies that have, that have now really uh, emerged in the last couple of years very successfully. Okay, and um, I know a key part of your, your your life right now is Bonaventure Equity. Um, speak to us about Bonaventure Equity and and how you kind of go about when it how you go about funding companies and how you go about finding companies who want to fund people. Yeah, so, so that's what we try to solve for. We consider ourselves a, a platform for cannabis entrepreneurs as opposed to just a source of capital. And, and it was a strategic decision uh, a couple of years ago when we redirected the business entirely to focus on cannabis. Okay. And we, we said a couple of things. One, we wanted to bring the thought leaders in cannabis to us. So we, we, we launched our investment series, the Cannabis Dealmaker Summits that we hosted New York and Dallas, San Diego and, and Miami. And that was a great way to start to get acclimated with the lay of the land before we got aggressively deploying checks into investments. Mm-hmm. And then we set up our, our, our platform around Bonaventure. So Mecca, what I mean by that is that not only do we uh, put capital to work in the companies and the entrepreneurial teams that we back, but we have an entire operations group that helps support those businesses, primarily through the finance uh, and down sort of CFO down resource. Uh, and then we also have a lot of access, uh, going back historically to our work in, in healthcare on a, the regulatory front. So when entrepreneurs come to us, we think we've got a pretty compelling um, uh, resource, not just in capital, but also we can help operationally, which is great for early stage companies, uh, you know, to really help run things efficiently and effectively and, and, and still run them very lean uh, at the early stages, okay. as well as bring insights and access to drive to driving regulations going forward, we think that creates a really, you know, holistic platform for, for companies to be successful. Yes. And well, 
and one thing I wanted to speak on was um the social equity, you know, and definitely making sure that we keep an inclusive we we keep cannabis inclusive. Um, how does Bonaventure how is Bonaventure working towards um leaning towards lean, helping lean towards um social equity and and making sure that it does stay inclusive as far as helping um fund brands of color and fund women and minority groups. Yeah. Yeah. So it's something that that we really highlighted very early on in our, our process uh, before we started even writing checks and realized not only is this meaningful and important just, you know, across the board, but something in particular, we have a moment in time, I think, in cannabis to, to really pay attention in an authentic and, and informed way. Yes. Um, one of the first things that we did, so, so we have a mission to create a billion dollars in value and positively impact a billion lives. And with that very ambitious mission, we have to be global in scope, right? Mm. And so we actually anchored our advisory board with the former president of Mexico, Vicente Fox. Yes. And we got to know him as somebody on a global scale who is very con- concerned with and very um, focused on social equity. So he and his wife and their foundation, who's actually our partnership with, and, and that's why he sits on our advisory board, uh, they, you know, we had a lot of conversations and some late nights just really talking about how they redirected their entire sort of post-public service life to, you know, being a global cannabis advocate. And and the reason was is they really identified in particular in Mexico the need for, for legitimate pathways for the youth uh, to, to find real job opportunities that were alternatives to going into the cartels. Mm. And so they actually redesigned their entire philanthropy and foundation post-presidency to focus on this, this mandate. And because of that, we sort of used that as a, as a global lens to start digging into how we operate. And that actually informs mm. all the way down to, you know, the mandates we have internally to make sure that there's proper representation on the panels and inclusion in the events that we host, you know, with, with minorities and women panels. We've had a lot of uh, women investor panels. I actually wrote about it in the book um, with, with a couple of the leading female investors. So it, it, it helped us kind of from the top down, Mecca, really look at if we have that lens and that authenticity, it has to inform the things we do on a, on a daily basis. Yes. Uh, and, I, and I think we've done a pretty good job of it to, to this point. All right, great. And I know working with Vicente Fox, um, I found that interesting. Uh, why do you feel like it's important to see a legal cannabis market in Mexico? And do you feel like we're going to see we're going to see one anytime soon? Yeah, so, so uh, they're definitely, uh, the new administration is definitely moving very aggressively towards uh, a legal market in Mexico. Um, part of the reason why it was an interesting relationship for us, Mac, is uh, I'm actually from Canada originally, but lived, mm-hmm. I've lived in the U.S. for over half my life now, and we're based actually in, in South Florida. Um, we kind of looked at it saying, look, this, this is more than just a domestic U.S. or state-by-state topic, and that obviously goes to our, our mandate and our mission. Um, so we, we've always had a nice affinity for, for people north and south of the border. Um, that's how that relationship sort of matured. It was less about are we concerned with or having a line of sight to federal legalization, which obviously has happened now in Canada, uh, in Mexico, but more, you know, what are the, what are the cross-border business opportunities that are going to develop? Um, this is a global you know, momentum, a global phenomenon that, that we need to think of in that way. Mm-hmm. And the companies that we invest in, we're very interested in the companies that want to participate in, in the international markets. They don't necessarily need to today, but we want to be able to, 
you know, look at those expansion opportunities. And that's why that relationship with him and, and watching what's happening in, in Mexico and, and, and broad, more broadly in Latin America is important to us. All right. Um, now let's speak about the book, Cannabis, uh, Cannabis Capital Book. Um, what made you, what led you to putting together to putting together the book and um, speak about how it helps aspiring cannabis business owners find ways to get funding? Yeah. So I think it started because I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> you know, because I didn't have enough on my plate. I needed to fill up the extra four hours a day that I was sleeping. Oh, I'm the same um, way. <laughs> I love it. No, I can tell. I, I love what you're doing. Yeah. Um, look, it, it started as a passion project, but it became really interesting and a key pillar to what we do. So a lot of what started to happen were the companies that were coming to us that were just a little too early stage for our investment thesis. Yes. Um, there was sort of, I like to say there was a lack of fidelity in the conversation around the financing side. And so I said, look, I, you know, I, I've been doing this for, for years, for my entire sort of adult career. So, you know, investing in private companies and, you know, the finance side and valuation, venture capital, family office, et cetera. But look, I can knock out something that the entrepreneurs can use as a resource. So it was very much with the entrepreneur in mind that I wrote it. Now, as we started getting into some of our own research and our own data that's in the book, as well as the more technical sort of, you know, process-driven uh, and, and finance-driven elements of the book that are somewhat sort of textbook in nature, one of the things that, that really emerged was there was this, this real tension in the conversation between investors and, and entrepreneurs around the cannabis industry. And, and, it, and we came to realize that to our mind, cannabis is so much more than an industry. Cannabis is actually an economy. Yes. The global economy with sectors and then sub-industries within those sectors. And I don't believe that I have yet to find any incumbent industry that won't otherwise be impacted with the accessibility and availability of cannabis. And when we looked at that, we said, look, we have to take the idea that this is some unique industry. And there are unique aspects to it. But if we take the cannabis industry element out of the conversation, the entrepreneurs and the investors can really get to what they really need to be talking about, which is how to transact together and how to grow great businesses, right? So it became important to us to say, look, this is not an industry, it's an economy. But within that economy, there are emerging sub-industries that are new. It's our belief that cannabis venture capital is one of those new industries that's emerging. And so a lot of what happened going through the process of the book is we've said, look, it's our, it's our you know, mission to be out there to really lead the charge forward to redefine the role of venture for cannabis, right? So if you think about traditional venture capital, it's, 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 designed, to, it's designed to finance disruption in mature markets, and, and that's not where we are. So what we really need to look at are just great entrepreneurs, great business opportunities, you know, marketplaces that we can understand and the entrepreneurs can understand and give them the resources and the capital to go build great, durable enterprise. Yes. And so for us, that sort of became that macro lens of the economy and then cannabis venture capital. And then, of course, the book does address the nuances of entrepreneurship in cannabis. But a lot of it is really getting back to basics and saying, look, you know, there's every every industry and economy has has failures in it. It's really the great entrepreneurs that emerge, and that's what we're looking to support. And I hope the book actually helps tease that out. All right. And um, what's the reception been like for the book from from people who have had a chance to read it or or, or read, check out passages from the book? 
Yeah, so it's been really exciting. Um, my publisher is Entrepreneur Press, uh, so they're fantastic, and they're very focused on, on cannabis uh, with, uh, with Green Entrepreneur, met in the, the magazine. Okay. Uh, and we've done some podcasts together, done a number of book excerpts in the magazines, as well as Entrepreneur.com has now excerpted, I think, five articles from the book on directly on Entrepreneur.com sort of even go above just the, the, the cannabis, uh, you know, concept. So we think the, you know, the message is getting out there. Um, so far the response has been, uh, really tremendous and something I'm quite, you know, humbled by. Um, and it's something that we're going to be very supportive of. And I'd love to hear from you and your listeners and get feedback and interactions. We're putting together, you know, in-person workshops around this now and, and really want to expand a lot of these concepts. And mm-hmm. it's a resource that I hope will be, a a pillar for entrepreneurship in the community for a very long period of time. All right. Uh, well, congratulations on on the release of, on the book. Um, but listen, looking at the landscape that we're in currently, um, and I'll give MedMen as an example. I'm watching MedMen grow as fast as they did, and they're going through their situ- They're going through their problems right now, as far as um, financially. Do you feel like seeing examples like that in mainstream media now would make p- potential investors nervous about getting them putting their money into cannabis? So it's, it's a great question, Rebecca, and, and one that we could probably spend a couple of hours talking about and thinking <laughs> through because it's it's happening in real time, right? Yeah. I mean, we're all sort of learning together, and that's one of the exciting things. I'm sure I'm sure you would feel the same way that, you know, how you thought about what you're doing now versus three months ago versus three years ago has exactly. shifted and evolved, Exactly, right? yep. So, it, so to a certain extent, I think some of these you know, events are, are needed. Um, you know, we don't participate in the, in the public markets. Uh, and so we've always had a lot of concern and consternation about, you know, how the public markets are behaving. But I'll tell you what, I, I, I think that there's a lot of silver lining in these stories that are getting a lot of attention right now that's maybe not getting enough attention. And one is that, you know, the, the investor demand for cannabis stocks, I think is largely a result of just, societal demand for legal access to cannabis. Exactly. If your society and your community, right? Yeah. If your community is saying this is here to stay, then of course it's a sensible investment thesis. Yes. Now, some of the valuations got out of, out of hand and things like that, so demand's there, but that's a great indicator from our standpoint. Um, and, and I do think that, look, it's, it, because it's here to stay, that we're going to see a lot of foundational businesses kind of get their, you know, get their house in order, if you will, right now. So this is the time for us to be very aggressively investing in the companies that need the capital to, to properly grow their businesses because, unfortunately, there is going to be a contraction of, of capital, in particular in the private company space. Um, but this is when these great businesses that are durable, that are resourceful, that are convicted, that, that survive or not only survive, thrive. I think this is when we're going to see the really great long-term enterprises developed um, really right now in this, in this economy. Awesome. So if somebody wanted to learn more about the book, uh, where, where could they find out some more information about it? Uh, on Amazon under Cannabis Capital. It's for sale on Amazon and wherever you can buy books and Barnes & Noble and all retailers. Um, you can also find some more blogs and excerpts from it and, and podcasts, etc. videos at rossobrienvc.com. 
Uh, and then we do our whole event series under CannabisDealMakers.com and our investment fund can be found at BVEquity.com, which is B as a boy, B as a victor, equity.com. Awesome. Ross, I appreciate your time. I know that you're located in South Florida. I'm here in Atlanta. If you're ever in Atlanta, I'd love to have you on our live podcast. I would love to. I love your city. Uh, always have a great time there. Lots of exciting things happening in entrepreneurship there. Thank you so much for, I love what you're doing with the podcast, and thanks for the invite today. I'd love to do this again and, and, and keep talking from there. Awesome. And that's Cash Color Camp. It's a high level of conversation, and I'm your host, Mecca. Have a great night.